Episode 121 of Outlander Cast is brought to you by Minute with Mary. Listen, it's fall, so if you're ready to spruce up your makeup or skincare routine, I would love to connect with you. Yes, this friendly little voice that you hear in your podcast app, I'm a real life person. You can find me on Facebook just by searching the hashtag Minute with Mary. I would love for you to request to join access to my free Facebook group. It's my marvelous VIPs. Just search the hashtag, guys, Minute with Mary. Do you know what lies beyond those trees? This is just the start of what America will become. People who come here in their thousands, all hoping to live the American dream. Is that the same as our dream? I suppose it is. Welcome to Riveron. Thank you, Auntie. North Carolina offers wealth and prosperity. I don't agree with keeping people as property. You're a lively winner, you know. We must leave. Live on our own terms. It's perfect. If I can make this a good land, my presence here now can be felt by Rihanna later. Then that would be something. I'm Stephen Bonnet, sir. Be wary. Travelers in these woods are set upon by thieves and outlaws. There are savages here. Hello? Diana. I have some news about your mother. Everything's in my power. Oh my God. Jamie! It's a silver filling, something that won't be invented for a hundred years. This will lead us to fighting in another war. We will be on the wrong side of history again. Change your world without you assassinating. Dream for some can be a nightmare for others. Sometimes life takes unexpected turns. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Because I sure am getting excited. I'm your host, Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I, I think I'm counting the minutes. Oh, I'm you would not be alone in that. Counting the minutes, maybe the seconds. That's a much harder. That's a much harder task. Let's be real. The holiday season is my favorite season of the year. In case you guys are new here, hi, I'm a Christmas <laughs> elf. And now that Outlander is going to be overlapping within that season, because I truly believe the holiday season begins with the first holiday of Halloween. Oh, that see, see, that's when you make the switch. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Bring out the decor, the merriment, the holiday-themed coffee drinks. Oh, the pumpkin. All the pumpkin. All the pumpkin, all the apple, all the everything. Give oh. it to me. <laughs> let's go travel through some stones and let's talk about this trailer, okay? Right. 
you know, it's giving me all the goosies. I have watched it a million, billion, trillion times, <laughs> just like every Outlander fan. I feel like it kept getting better and better, and then I would be pausing, and then I would start it for another second, then I pause it, and then I'd be like, all right, all right I'm, down, I'm down, I'm down. Then I would have to watch it again, <laughs> full without pausing. I mean, it's just so exciting, and everything's ramping on up. Mm-hmm. We're ripping to go. It's just, it's, so it's like it's heroin then. <laughs> you're ramping it up, you're backing it really back know. down. I don't do drugs. <laughs> no, you don't do drugs. Neither do I. I don't do heroin either. So that, that's that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you that this trailer's got everybody in a tizzy. Yes, uh, and, and a good and, and, tizzy. And rightfully so. I think this is a this is a very good trailer. And uh, it made me excited. I, I, I'll, I will admit, I've had some <laughs> not good thoughts uh, during Droughtlander, meaning like, oh my God, this is taking forever. I just want to come back to it. I, I feel like I kind I didn't lose my Outlander interest. Okay. But it was more like, man, there's so much good television on mm-hmm. that like Outlander was kind of put on the back burner for me a little bit. But then when I saw this trailer, I was like, yeah, dude. Okay, I'm all in. Uh, let's let's get to town on this bad boy. I'm ready for November. You know, it's 4th. funny during out during Droughtlander, you you find these passionate things that you're excited about. Whether it's rewatching the series for me, it's re-listening to the soundtrack over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over, and just like that is the constant thing I feel like <laughs> in our house playing. Um, you know, it's it's also easier for me since I have young children. I can't always have Outlander playing. No. Um, or you reread the books, but now we're at the point where you don't have to find things to fill the time. Because now you are like, we're in that downward slope. The momentum yeah. is going. The presses, things are happening. The Comic Con is coming up. I mean, everything's preparing to go. And this, to go. this is the first start. I mean, this is the first new con. Well, not the first, but this is the real first honest to God content we've had from Outlander. And this is a perfect jumping off. Well, point. we had the first trailer. Yeah, but like, but that was, you know, it was 30 seconds long, whatever. A you teaser. know, like, it's a teaser. We had no, no, teaser. the teaser. The trailer is the, something that you can finally Sink get your, your teeth in. Your fingers on and say, yeah. this is Outlander. Yeah. I get it. I got it. All right. So, you know what? Let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. So let's start things off. Kilt ratings. Yeah. What do you got? Well, let's I mean, do yours first because be I, I think I know what's coming. It's a five. Okay. <laughs> and I know that I'm getting a huge sigh of, like really Mary's from like you curmudgeony people who, you know, are curmudgeony. But yes, you know, this was what I've been waiting for. This was exciting. This had great music. This had great um uh, filming this had great things for book readers and show watchers alike. Just it gave me everything that I would have wanted in mm-hmm. a trailer. Surprised me with some things that I was like, "Oh, okay, you're just gonna let that hang out." All right, oh, all right, <laughs> it's that kind of potty. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So giving it a five. Yep, I'm giving this one a uh, four point eight. Okay, I quite liked this trailer. Yeah, um, and. For a lot of different reasons, uh, I'm really excited about being in the new world. And I will also admit that the key art for season four mm. with Jamie and Claire on the cliff and they're overlooking, it's kind of like, like this Daniel Boone kind of feel yeah. almost. And it says Brave the New World. Yep. Uh, I really, really, really liked that key art. And I think that kind of colored my opinion of this trailer a tad. Nice. Uh, which is in a, good, a good way. Yeah, in yeah. a good way. Um, because I really like this idea of them braving the new world. Yeah. It's a new world, uh, like quite literally, mm-hmm. uh, for, for them because they're in the new world. They're in 
the new they're in the United States. Well, they're in the colonies rather. All the button porn on that picture. By <laughs> All the, way. the button porn and the yarn porn. <laughs> no, All, not the yarn porn. There's fur porn. Oh, and there's button fur porn. <laughs> It's a great photo, both of them looking out into the horizon. Anyway, um, the, they're into the new world, and they ha- they do have to brave the new world because it's a complete unknown for everybody. Correct. Uh, Land and the it's, plane. And it's a- <laughs> yes. Land the plane, Helen. Uh, yes. Okay. So I like that. But I also like the fact that what that means for Jamie and Claire and how that translates into their relationship, this brave new world of Claire being back and then living their lives on their own in the wilderness. I think that's excellent. And I also quite like the fact that this trailer, you know, it tells its story very well. I mean, it, 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 trailers are stories, right? I Truly. Mean, and it, they have to sell you on what's to come and they have to tell a mini story within its own context. Yep. And this trailer did that perfectly well. We'll, we'll get into why. Agreed. Agreed. So what do Yay! you got for your GBG okay, about this trailer? GBGs. Okay, Here we go. Did you mm-hmm. like that word? I just like gave myself a little like musical <laughs> interlude. Okay, so my, my good. Yep. My good is... Hashtag Homelander. I'm so excited to be home with them and their new home and the building of their new home. And it's like the little house and the prairie aspect scenes and the yarn porn. There was so much yarn porn in this trailer mm-hmm. that they make it their homes or at least try to make it their homes because Claire stinks at yarn. I just love seeing Claire and Jamie build their new home together. Hashtag Homelander forever. Um, <laughs> so my bad is WTF, where's Murta? Oh, yeah, good one. Murta. I feel like I need a little dog whistle that just makes a Murta sound, like a little, like, grump or something. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you? Where'd Uh, you go? Wait, what was the sound that it would make? Grump. (laughs) I feel like that's how he's feeling after being sent to the Americas. Like, he just. As an indentured servant, by the way. Yes, not happy. Not not a fun life. I just want to go find him with a snuggie and a big piece of, like, warm bread. I don't know where he is, but he was not in this trailer, and that made me sad. (laughs) It made me sad, so that was my bad. Oh, grump. Grump. Where are you, Murtaugh? And then my great. This is going to sound weird, but. Being someone who lives on the east coast of America, mm-hmm. of the New World, uh, being so close to Boston and being married to a historical nerd, we go to our fair share of really like old school colonial era buildings. I mean, even just Providence, the place that we've yeah. lived for so long, has so many buildings that were built in this time frame. And when we got to see a few of these different scenes... Um, it sounds funny, but it made me feel like I'm at home myself. Oh. And I feel like that when I watch pieces that take place in the pre-revolutionary to revolutionary time frame, because mm-hmm. um, especially being so close to Boston and being in these areas of really uh, pride when it comes to the revolutionary era, uh, they keep these buildings looking pretty nice, guys. Right. So being able to see some shots like that, I was like, yeah, yeah. this this is this, my home, yeah, all right? This is what it feels like, like. Like Scotland's beautiful and all. We got to see some gorgeous shots um, of Scotland pretending to be North Carolina. But we got to see some gorgeous <laughs> shots. But when I saw those, probably CGI'd, but beautiful shots of new colonial America, yeah. I was like, now they're on my turf. Yep. And actually, you know, here's here's a fun bit of trivia for you. Thank you to Donna Antaramian for this little bit of fun of uh, trivia. But the establishing shot that they use for Boston and, and Brianna yep. is actually a real place in Boston. Boston, as Yay! a matter of fact, that actually exists in Boston. Uh, so that's actually kind of cool. I, yes. I like that quite a bit. I agree.
agree. So that's my GVG. My good for the GBG is the song choice. Ooh. Uh, it's a song by, oh, what's the name of the. Uh, Did I just uh, sound like a Snoopy character or like a. Well, between your, all character? your sounds today, between ooh. Grumpf and Ooh. Man, what are we doing I'm on a today? whole new level. I'm just so excited. Uh, Atlanta's got you a little nuts, right? Yep. Uh, it's actually a song by Trills in the very best. Um, and it's it's actually a really good song. <laughs> I really liked it, and I liked it a lot because I like this like this new wave, like this new era new, of new, a new wave of like a new trend of digital synth kind of yeah. music in trailers and in films and in TV shows. I'm like I'm a big fan of of synth music. I agree. Whether it was Paul Haslinger for Halt and Catch Fire, or even Cliff Martinez on on the Nick, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, really really cool stuff. But this one actually incorporates some strings. It incorporates mm-hmm. some piano. So it sounds um, like a great amalgam of all these different things coming together. Uh, and I liked how that played yeah. in terms of the theme of what mm-hmm. Outlander's trying to do now. I have yeah. all these different pieces, all these different places, all these different people, all these different circumstances coming mm-hmm. together to form this one thing. And I really feel like that the song choice really brought that out uh, in this. And it, it, it and it relates to the setting for this new yet old setting, uh, this new setting for Claire, but an old setting in this old colonial towns like you talked about, my darling, and the setting of Outlander in general. Uh, so having those two things juxtaposed together mm-hmm. made this really cool feel for me. My bad. The funny thing about this trailer, as much as I liked it, it kind of gave me a season two vibe. Oh dear, no. Um, like we set up Don't this. Say that name. I know that's one of the commandments. I know. Um, we set up this like this mystery of the skull and the silver filling, and I can't change the world without you, Sassanok, and this will lead us to fighting another war, and we'll be on the wrong side of history. Again, dun, dun, you, you know, dun. I just I feel like we're I feel like it's going into a place like it had that same feel that the season two trailer gave me like I the didn't. that that like like it, something's coming. Well, that's the problem knowing well, the future. It, well, like um, everybody's fighting. If you remember, if you go back to our season two podcast about the trailer, I said, wow, or our season three podcast. About I don't season remember two, that. I said, well, you know, like it. <laughs> I felt like it was giving us all of these great things to look at that are really pretty and like, wow. Um, and it like covered up some of the stuff that it was too big for itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas season three trailer was like very character focused. Yeah. I feel like this season four one is kind of a bit of both. Okay. But I'm still getting a feeling from this trailer that like there's a lot of big things happening here between Jamie and Claire. And it might be too big for the story, like getting into wars again and changing history again. Dinner and, fash, and, dinner and, fash. and skulls with silver fillings and more travelers. Dinner and fash. I, I, I agree, but I'm just saying that this was my bad <laughs> for the trailer. Uh, but the great, and the great was spectacularly great, which was the ending. The Ooh. ending of the trailer, having Bree touch the stones in the same exact fashion that Claire yep. touched the stones, by the way. Uh, with Frank's voiceover, sometimes life takes unexpected turns. Uh, this is excellent. Yep. On many, many, many levels. 
And notice how the camera is turning as he says, life takes unexpected terms. Mm -hmm. It turns from Brianna and it wraps around Brianna behind the stone, covering her up, giving you a visual cue that this is actually happening. But between that and then the sunlight almost blinding you as the viewer, it's some really great stuff. But again, it works on so many different levels and it works so well because we're left with so many different questions that lead us going into the rest of the season, which is why is Brie going back and why is Frank in this trailer? And none of us expected Frank to be in this trailer. None of us, I mean, for those of you who are just watching the show alone, right? I mean, I think even for book people, too, probably, they didn't expect Frank to be in the trailer. And why is Brie going back? What is happening? What are we trying to accomplish? What is she trying to accomplish? All of those questions are there. And like I said, no one expects it. And that is why this, it's its almost like a meta commentary on Outlander itself yes. and the actual trailer itself. Okay. So that's why I loved this end. So here's what I'm wondering, if we can like actually play the trailer and go moment by moment and break it down. Yeah, Marvin, I'm all about it. You ready to do it? You betcha. Let's do it. Do you know what lies beyond those trees? This is just the start of what America will become. So we're stopping there already. Mary's all excited. <laughs> all, all excited. Do you know we're, we're two seconds into the thing. We're, stop, we're stopping. Do you know what lies beyond those trees? Yes, we do. <laughs> the continuing. All right. Yarn porn first and foremost. I need Claire's new cowl. Okay. There was the brown cowl from season one, but now we're all going to need the North Carolina cowl. Mm-hmm. Right? So we get to see our two riding a horse. We get to see the country. This is how we're going to do it. This there is we how go. we're going to be. You're, you're cool with that so far. Nothing deep. Nothing just huge. exciting. Okay. Then there's drums. Uh-oh. We know what drums mean, guys. <laughs> Some wars are brewing. Drums of autumn. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Boom. But look at you. Nailing it. People who come here and that. Oh, right there was the shot. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 We, we can't I'm do sorry. this. <laughs> okay, well, fine. No. <laughs> fine. I will continue so you can hear Claire. Part of what America will become. <laughs> People who come here in their thousands, all hoping to live the American dream. Okay, stop there. Whole lot of people just walking around, just chilling. But then you see this this African American guy. He's holding a little oar. There's a little, little riverboat. What do you think's going on there, Blake? <laughs> I have no idea. Good. I bet you he probably works for who's about to come up. Who's who's your girl, Auntie? She's, this is not my girl. Suppose it is. Right there. So I love this line. I love this line because it actually opens up so many great things between Jamie and Claire. It sets you up for what's to come and it tells you exactly where they are at the beginning of where we are. Like 16 seconds in, you you have established the time, the place, and that they're off to get their and, dream and they're in they're in a good place together they're they are going to grab the american dream and she reaffirms it to jamie saying this is us oh, love it with a kiss all right big old house welcome to river on oh first and foremost <laughs> you need a minute with mary all the minutes with mary Poor thing. This is Auntie, and I believe the name is Joe Casta. You know what it is? She actually looks 
perfectly fine. She looks very Oh, lovely. wait, wait. The guy in the background, that's yeah. the guy that was doing the boat. There you go. Okay, so there you go. There's the connection. Now, Jocasta is played by Maria Doyle Kennedy. Now, you may not know this lady. You may not know the name. She's she, RBF. She, oh, the RBF. That's what needs a minute. She oh, needs, my she, goodness. She doesn't even need any lip gloss. I just need to tell her, stop harping RBF. Well, and if you don't know what RBF is, look it up in Urban Dictionary. Google it. Um, Mar- Maria Doyle Kennedy is a great actress. She actually starred in Downton Abbey. Well, she didn't star, but she played in Downton Abbey. As as Miss, Mr. Bates' first evil wife. <gasps> the evil, see? She yes. used her RBF mm-hmm. then, too. But I specifically remember her, and you should specifically remember her, my darling, because what? she was also in The Tudors. Oh. She played Henry VIII's first wife, <laughs> Catherine of Aragon. Nope, sorry. Did not remember this. Oh, my God. But she was great in that. She yeah. she also had RBF in that, in that show, too. You know what? She's typecast. Do you need to have a cranky <laughs> face? If so. Maria Doyle Kennedy. She's, she's your broad. All the RBF. <laughs> Okay, let's re- recount. Okay, he's meeting Auntie. Welcome to River Run. Thank you, Auntie. Can I also just say... River Run? Really? That, that River Run's a place in Game of Thrones, too, by the way. I've just been really nervous about <laughs> River Run with Florence going by with all the rain. I was looking at that in the trailer during this... During this uh, Hurricane season, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, they would not be lasting." <laughs> all right, so now they're at a fancy place. They're yes. at a fancy event. All the wigs. North Carolina offers wealth and prosperity. I don't agree with keeping people as property. You know? Oh no! Claire, no keep going. Keep going. Go. Keep you're a lively one, are you know. Oh, 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 you now know, pause, now pause. you're a lively one. I, you know. Ooh, yeah. Now you're talking. You know this- who said that to me? My who- father-in-law. <laughs> pretty much pretty much if my father-in-law was scottish that's what he would have said to me you're a lively one are you know so here we here we have it this is this is the thing we we established uh jamie and claire we know where they are there and then they end up at their auntie's house for some reason i don't know why but now we set up the first conflict tell me there's obviously a conflict between Auntie jocasta mm-hmm. and claire there's going to be some big issue here claire's just a little too modern a little too modern for auntie's for auntie's taste, and and it's gonna it's apparently it's gonna eventually drive them and b- both she and Jamie out of Auntie Jocasta's house. We got to see some red coat action. Yes, we did, hey. and the, it looked like that the guy that's saying, "Oh, you know, North Carolina is a place of you know great wealth and prosperity, yada yada." They are clearly trying to come to an agreement mm. on something that's and, and it's funny because you remember how i said earlier i've been looking forward to jamie and claire just surviving yeah and not having a place yeah um it shows like that it's starting off that way uh-huh but they're eventually rejecting that and they're going off on their own i like it here we go live on our own terms this is it homelander if I can make this a good land, my presence here now can be felt by Ariana later. Okay. So how lovely that they were able to put those words that my presence will be able to be felt by Brianna. Mm-hmm. Like, and they smash. And there you go. We're in modern times. And there you go. And now this opens up the rest of the story for Brianna and apparently now Roger, who are together in a car driving down the highway to go wherever. I have no idea. To go dance. Maybe they're going to Fenway Park or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, here again, it's opening up the story for these two characters, which I feel like we all know that Outland is about Jamie and Claire, right? But I think this season, was. this season is when we're going to start to get the handoff. We're going to get the handoff to Bree and Raja, and this is a great entry into that into into that realm. Man, that would be something. Oh. 
Lane. Stephen Bonnet. Sir, be wary. Travelers in these woods are set upon by thieves and outlaws. All right. Stephen Bonnet. Stephen Bonnet. How do you feel about him? Okay. This guy, and yeah. this is this is colored, I think, by what happens later on in the trailer. He, we've now introduced uh, Roger and Bree. Thank you very much. They're coming into the story. Yep. But this guy is probably going to be the main antagonist for the rest of season four, or the main antagonist for most of season four. And, what makes you say that based upon this trailer? Well, th- eventually we're okay. going to get there. But okay. I, but. Uh, you know, it's he seems like innocent in this particular yeah. place, but it's not by uh, coincidence that he's saying this place is full of thieves. And, da, da, da. and then the next shot are, are is people Mobsters. walking, <laughs> going up to the house with you know fire and, okay. and, and all that other stuff. Okay, there are savages here. Oh, oh my God! Shouldn't she know the truth? Hello, Diana. I have some news about. Your mother. Okay, there you just we go. Did so many hand signals. I just paused a million times. You kept, <laughs> you kept pointing at me, so I kept pausing. <laughs> so here we have that. Okay, so we, Jamie's talking about having savages. This is clearly this guy is 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 no good. Right? Okay. He's not he's not on the good train. But we are halfway through the trailer. We are halfway through our story that we're telling. And our two what, minute story. Our two minute story. And what is the crux of this entire trailer so far? Roger calling. Brianna. Roger is crawling, calling Brianna about news about her mother. And that news is what eventually propels Brianna to go back. And this is the main part of this season. Brianna has to make a choice. Brianna makes a choice to go back to her mother, and it's started by Roger. Everything's in my power. Oh my God. Jamie! It's a silver filling. Something that won't be invented for a hundred years. Let's stop there for a second. Okay, so now we have Stephen Bonnet saying it's quite an antagonistic thing. Everything is in my power. And it seems like, whoa, this guy is pushing boundaries here a little bit. And we have the, 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 the visual of the rope. Someone's getting hanged. Uh, there's clearly some kind of conflict here, but then we have the big Megillah. The secondary part of this story is the skull with the silver fillings, yes. something that hasn't been invented for a hundred years. Yes. This is a big deal. It's a big, yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a major a, deal. It's a big uh, surprise. Because either someone was getting some advanced dentistry <laughs> in the 1700s or we have another traveler. Oh, and look at you. And, you know, they, I think there are good things and bad things about that. Okay. Because, you know, like, I, I love the idea that Claire is special. And I love the idea that Claire's bloodline is special. Yes. But having another traveler come in, like, we, I, like, I always theorize that um, um, Master Raymond was uh-huh. a traveler. And we have Galus being a traveler. Uh-huh. And then we have this jabroni skull with the silver filling being a traveler. And then Roger is obviously going to be a traveler. Like, it, it, I'm just like, how many freaking travelers we got here? Everyone like, with O negative. <laughs> 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 just kidding. So, but this sets up a big thing, right? All the O, all the o negative people. I'm going to write Diana's last book for joy. <laughs> and if you have O negative, you too can travel. <laughs> this will lead us to fighting in another war. We would be on the wrong side of history again. Oh, man. Okay. So, well, 
and this is where I'm telling you where I get the season two kind but of feel. But the thing is, is that you know the time frame and actually physically where they went at this point. So right. you can't help it. I just, I, I just don't want to get to the point where it's like, we're going to be in this war, and then we're going to have to change the world, we're going to change history to pre- prevent the Dinner war from fash. happening. You know, Dinner like, fash. I just, I don't want that. That's the one thing I don't want. Okay. And, and then we're, we're then left off here with um, a scene where it looks like Native Americans dancing around a bunch of different stones with fires. It looks like there could be another stone setting hidden within what will eventually be revealed as woods. And... Perhaps this is where Brianna comes out. Perhaps this is where um, where Roger comes out because I do believe that Roger's going back in time as well. I, I and maybe Bree gets in trouble with Native. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Okay. But, but I'm going to save all that for my outlandish theories. Okay. okay? Let's so, keep going. But we we, we, I'm, we I'm cutting we, you off. We clearly have another Some stone. Dancing. We we have a dancing that was similar to Bear McCurry you better nail this oh, song all, all the bear flair <laughs> listen that song that song that he did for season 3 was in the crocodile's fire I know fire I can't incredible. wait to see what he does on this and, one and, and, and you know it's too even at this point the, the, the music starts to get like a tribal feel to it like it starts to get like this um, there's like the chant. chanting yeah, feel yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool yeah. and I think bear's gonna kill it um, but it looks like the summoning all over again but in a Native American version can't change the world without you, Sassanac. Okay, so here we have the whole can't change the whole world without you, Sassanac, which is a, a nice, warm feeling line. Yeah. Season two feel a little bit, but it is what it is. The one thing that we actually passed by very quick was Brianna kneeling down at a grave. That is, I think, Brianna going to see her father, who is newly buried. There is no gravestone yet. So I think it's she going to see her father Frank, and which is where Fine. like a flashback. No, no, he no, was no. buried a while ago. Well, he died. Then they waited. Then they went to Scotland, and then they chilled out, and then they came back. Could be a flashback. They... Okay, could be a flash. I think she's going to see him okay. for some yeah. particular reason. I nice. have a theory on that All too. Right. But uh, and I think that's where we'll start to get Frank because he backs. wasn't newly. Yeah, this this is taking a little while. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Tubby time. Oh, the tubby time. All the sexy time. That's (laughs) a beautiful shot. I like how they're like, we can't not throw this in. I know. We'll we'll pick you up out of a tubby. And notice, too, that there was a lightning strike and Claire being thrown off of her horse. We'll get into that, too. And then. Then we get to the the, the the dancing time. The gaily dancing around in merriment <laughs> that I'm all about. This is my gif. When you posted in the clan gathering, how are you feeling? This was my gif, was the Roger Bree dance. For some, it be a nightmare for others. Oh, 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 stop. We just saw Jamie when they, uh, yeah. Jamie pushes Stephen Bonnet up against a wall, which is another reason why I think Stephen Bonnet is going to be the main antagonist for season four. Sometimes life takes unexpected turns. And that is the coup de grace, the ending of the two-minute trailer. That makes perfect sense for all uh, of the Outlander trailer. Yes. Love where we're at with yes! that. Yes! Oh, my God. I'm just like, bring it on, bring it on. And Okay, <laughs> so as a book reader who needs to be very careful how I word things... Mm-hmm. Um, there was one particular thing that the way they had outlined it in a trailer, I'm like, oh, 
that that'd be a big change. That would be a big change. Okay. But I think it would be a nice change, or maybe it's not, and they're just fooling us all. So. <laughs> I don't know how to be so vague with you in the room with me. Yeah, for all the people that didn't read the books, they're like, okay, what the hell was that? <laughs> be quiet, Mary. Let's just, I'll give up. No, okay. no, no, don't give up. No, 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 no. I'm just, I, I just, I love making fun of you. For okay, a bit, you well, know? let's discuss a little bit and then I need to go pee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> again, all the people being like, what the hell, Mary? Uh, hopefully nobody new is listening to this So your again, your overall take on, on the trailer, did you, did you think as a book reader, it gives you a good foothold into what Drums yes. of Autumn is about? Yes. Okay. Completely. I was shocked that they showed the Brie going to the Stones. I was completely shocked that they showed that in this trailer. And granted, there's been spoilerific pictures. And maybe that's why. Part of me is wondering, like we've gotten some shots that have gone across the internet of Brie um, in, in period clothing. Okay? And yep. that got passed around. We also had shots um, of, of Tobias. Right. Going around the internet. Yep. So, you know, there was this whole thing with people being like, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to be spoiled. Shoot, I just saw a picture of Bray in, in, back in time. Right. Shoot, why would, why would uh, Tobias Menzies have, have been on set for a day? Like, what in the world is going on? So for them to kind of have those two things happen in the trailer yep. shocked me as a book reader. But on the flip side, I'm like, you know what? If I was in the trailer-making room and I would be like, everyone already knows this. Might as well. Might as well. Well, this kind of reminds me of the season two trailer, not in a bad way, but in a good way. Remember when... All of a sudden, in the trailer, we saw Claire back in the future, and we were like, mm-hmm. "What?" Like you were uh, like that. All the people, yes. like yes, it, pff, right? It yes. was awesome, and Frank running down the stairs and the whole thing, right? It was great. And I remember thinking, "Why? Why would you let Play that out? Cards. Why yep. would you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, like that? That's a major twist." Yep. And I feel like we're getting the same thing here with Bree. In that, Ron Moore hashtag trust Ron okay Ron knows what he's doing he is a showrunner of the highest caliber and there is no way I don't care if there are pictures out there I don't care if book readers are demanding it he is not going to let out information about his show unless he wants that information to be let out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right yeah so my feeling on it is Brie going back is a big deal, but it's not as a big of a deal as you would think that it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like this major turning point in the show. In fact, I doubt that we're going to be spending much time in Boston altogether. I bet that we're going to be spending about, uh, or in the future, I doubt, I bet we're going to spend about an episode or two and then, and then Brianna goes back because it's not, it's not the main crux of the whole, of the whole season. That is just what gets the season moving. That's my opinion. I just want to know when Murta's coming back. <laughs> oh, and notice too, by the way, when Brianna answers the phone, when when Roger says, "Hey, I got some information about your mother," and she's sitting there, she's wearing like an army coat almost. Okay. Uh, and she's wearing a, a pin on her lapel. That's a, a peace sign. So she apparently has started to take to some activism about Vietnam and getting out of Vietnam. That's the way that it looks, at least to me. Well, I just thought she was being trendy. I don't think she's that trendy, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, as a show watcher, I feel like this gives me a, a pretty good taste. We're going to have some dealings with Native Americans. And as we learned in the uh, 
history of colonial North Carolina episode, uh, you know, shameless plug, go back and listen to episode 120 mm-hmm. with Ed Ayers. We did a whole episode uh, of colonial North American history, well, colonial North Carolina and his- North Carolinian history. There yeah, you go. Say that three times. Got to get that out there. Um, we, we learned a lot about this stuff. We learned about the Tuscarora. We learned about the Mohawk. We learned about the Iroquoian League. And we're getting a taste of that too. We're getting a taste of how some Native Americans are going to be playing into this season. We're getting a taste of the kind of people that the North Carolinians are. They're a, are a rebellious people. We have uh, a feisty people, uh, one that is exemplified by the hangings, exemplified by the fact that the house, would, I think, could either be this this uh, British officer's house or maybe Auntie Jocasta's house. Mm-hmm. It's getting raided mm-hmm. for some particular reason, probably because Auntie's in bed with with uh, the British officer. You never know. I'm just saying. I'll just give you an interesting. Um, they're probably pissed off about that. And then we're getting the whole thing with Brian Roger, that whole setup, and she's going back because something about her parents is sending her back. And then, interesting. We, and then we have it sent off with Brianna actually going back and that whole thing. So I think we got a good foothold into what season four the, the and, and we also get the the whole thing with um your the bo- bad wigs your, your boy uh <laughs> your your boy what's what's his name there I just threw that in I'm glad you over here <laughs> uh your boy um. He's not my boy. Stephen Bonnet. Bonnet is, no, I am not taking claim on Stephen Bonnet. Who, by the way, is played by Ed Spielers, and who was also in Downton Abbey, by the way. He played Jimmy, who was the footman that Mr. Barrow was- Mr. Bates. Mr. Barrow, not Mr. Bates. Mr. Barrow. Mr. Barrow was all about the the Jimmy life. Yeah, he was. In uh, in Downton Abbey. So, So there's very little that I feel like I can actually discuss any further, aside from the fact that I'm excited. I'm excited for Well, I got some outlandish theories. Okay, good. Okay, I'll just for... keep saying interesting. All right, you ready for the Outlandish Theories? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I'm just going to go down. I got like 15 Outlandish Theories. All right. <sighs> 15? No, I don't have 15. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, so it looks like there are stones. We've already talked about that. Are we going to get another Abendawe sequence, a style sequence? And is there a stone setting in the United States or in the colonial uh, colonies? Uh, as well. And what I want to know here too is how Auntie got all her money. She's clearly from Scotland, and it's not like her family has like a ton of money just to be thrown around here. I imagine that she's related to Dougal and Colum and that whole clan because you don't see much from Jamie's father's side. You really only see the family on the mother's side. So I, f- I feel like she's probably Jamie's mother's sister. And I wonder, I wonder. If Auntie was skimming from Dougal's donations and then she skipped the country. Skimming. She was skimming. Skimming off the top. Just a little bit, maybe 1%, 2% here or there. She skipped the country maybe because Dougal found out. I don't know. I'm just saying. And then, you know, Auntie Jocasta, she don't seem like too, too much of a great lady. I feel like Claire and she are going to have some major problems. And something tells me that they're going to... that. Claire is going to do something with her slaves that's going to set off this whole conflict with Auntie. <laughs> because that line is put in there for a, a real reason. I'll give you an interesting. And maybe they try to free them. Maybe they try to, I don't know what they do. I'm just saying interesting okay. to everything. Uh, 
I think Brie goes back because she finds out her parents are going to die. Ew. I think that's what it's... And Morbid. She, and she, like then her mother... Then it's going to be weird if they never die. <laughs> I know, that's true. But I feel like Roger <laughs> finds out something that happens to them, and Brie's like, I can stop that. And she, just like her mother, felt like she could stop the 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 uh, Jacobite Rebellion. Brie feels like she can stop her mother's death, at least in this particular sense. Uh, I also feel like Roger, Roger definitely follows her back and somehow gets in some serious trouble with the, the, the Native Americans because he comes through the stones and Native Americans were dancing around it. And somehow, someway, he gets caught into that or he gets caught into Stephen Bonnet somehow. Maybe they, they meet up somehow. But like, there's no way Roger's coming through the stones and not having something. He's not going to just show up and be like, hey, guys, I'm here. He's going to roll up with a party cake and yeah. some beers and be like, what's up? Yeah. He's got some Sam Adams with him. You know, he brought it, he brought it from, from, from Boston. Bringing the OG beer. No, he's, he, that's no. not going to happen. So no, he's going to run into, style. he's going to run into, into these people somehow, some way. Uh, that's what I feel like is going to happen. All right. They also are not showing Lord John here. I I feel like Lord John is obviously coming back. He returned in Jamaica. Yeah, they're doing something. With, with young Ian, by the way. Young Ian w- was shown in the no, trailer. No, I mean like they're on a cruise in Jamaica. Oh, okay. That's yeah. where Marta wasn't Was either. it a carnival cruise or was it Royal Caribbean? It was Royal Caribbean. Oh, okay. Okay, they wanted the better food. It's the oasis of the seas. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> they wanted the wave rider um, for little yeah. Willie. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Lord John, Martin, Willie are right now. They're on the wave rider. They're chilling on the wave rider on the Royal Caribbean you know, oasis of the you know seas young in Jamaica. Ian, you know, young Ian can't do nothing. He he's on the wave rider. He's that one dude. Young Ian is stuck in North Carolina. Oh, he's sorry. In the trailer. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That poor kid. He's he's doing some dirty work. Uh, you know, we what, what, we Willie, however, yes. He the is Lord. like he is like you know he's like that kid that like falls constantly he can't do it or, or <laughs> this is or, Jamie's son we're talking or would it be better if Lord John was the guy that falls all the time and Willie was the young kid who actually could do it I don't know I'm not, I'm still I'm I'm once again if you don't know what a wave rider is my mind is bustling Google at the that. moment it's like a pretend surfing thing on a on a cruise ship so I feel like somehow Bree gets involved with Lord John at one point. And Goes Lord John cruise, and, gets a little drunk in the dance floor. Lord John either comes to the colonies either because his wife is dead, or his wife finds out about his love of Jamie and kicks him out of the house and says, "Take that kid and get on a cruise and get out of here." That's how I feel like that might happen. And uh, maybe she gets involved with Lord John because she doesn't know that Roger is coming back. She doesn't know that. Roger. Maybe he offered her a free cruise. He said, listen, I've got an extra room. (laughs) And then my last outlandish theory, which kind of gives me the sense that Roger's going to get involved with the Native Americans, is that we have this sequence with Claire and uh, the horse, and there is the lightning bolt, bolt, and Claire gets thrown off. And then all of a sudden, in the the same storm sequence, we see this Native American come walking up, and it's like this almost dreamy sequence. It's almost like it's uh, ethereal, like it's Mm. it's it's surreal, if you will. And it just it 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 just reeks of like odd stuff happening, and. It might be, and, and there's also that line too that says it might be a nightmare for others. Yeah. So I wonder if, 
I wonder if Claire or Roger or Bree or somebody gets themselves embedded with the Native Americans. And that would make sense because if Claire did it, if Claire got herself embedded with the Native Americans, that would make sense because she's a healer. And mm-hmm. as we talked about on the Colonial North Carolinian History Podcast, there is some major disease going on at this time. There is some big issues with things like smallpox and measles and you know God knows what else is going on and in the, the Native American population is just being decimated yeah. by you know by hundreds and thousands if not tens of thousands of people right so I, Claire probably gets herself involved in all this yep. because she is a healer she is on her own she's living at Fraser's Ridge what apparently will become the house that they're building she's gonna have to make a living she's gonna have to do something and that makes sense to me so that are that is the end of all my outlandish theories. Do you have any outlandish theory yourself? Murtaugh is going to come back, I hope. With a tan? Oh, totes with a tan. <laughs> well, you know, with that big drink. You know? Oh, he's going to have an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt, a little like Mai Tai or Pina Colada. Yeah, with, the, with all the umbrellas. All the cherries. And all the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Mock me. Please hang up and try again. So that is our review of the season two trailer. I loved it. I'm excited. There's a little bit that I'm like, are you trying to fool us? I think you're trying to fool us because that's not how that, okay, we're just going to keep rolling with There's that. probably a little bit of misdirection I in there. I like it. I like it. I liked it too. I, I, I got me ex- Here's why I know I liked it because it got me excited. It got me excited for season four and I'm ready for it to come down now. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was good. It was fast paced. It told a good story. It was visceral. It made all the sense in the world. And there was tubby time. All the tubby time. <laughs> Sexy tubby time, too. That's a great shot when he picks her up out of the thing and her legs are hanging over. And oh, my God. Oh, my I'm, God. We would not be that graceful. No, I'd be in the, I'd be in the freaking <laughs> <You> hospital. <laughs> I'd slip and bang my neck on the, uh, on, the, on the clawfoot tub. It would not be sexy. No, it would, it would be like me. <laughs> you know? I'd be being like, I'm cold. Where's my towel? <laughs> I need my towel. You have a hair dryer. All right, you ready to close it out? Where's my Snuggie? As always, we want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Outlander Cast. We know that you have busy, crazy lives as we do ourselves. And to know that we're joining you on maybe your ride to work while you're at the gym, it just warms our hearts so much. So I really hope uh, that you're a member of the Outlander Cast Clan Gathering. And if you're a book reader, the Outlander Cast Clan Book Club, things are heating up in there, guys. It's going to be exciting. And this, of course, is where we frequently are actually are pulling our listener feedback from. So mm-hmm. as the season gets closer, you want to make sure that you're inside that group so you can join in the conversations. We want to really, really thank all of the Outlander cast staff. We've gotten some new members of the staff that we are excited to help you get to know. We're going to be doing some introductions in the Outlander cast gathering, uh, clan gathering in the upcoming future. And we really want to thank our patrons who make all of this possible because without you, we would not be able to afford our babysitter who's watching our children right now because they were crazy. And, um, and honestly, everything that, that we do, thanks to our staff and our patrons, and for you as our listeners. So our patrons, we want to give a shout out to Jen P. 
Peg, Anne, Bobby, Liz, Meredith, Tina, Carolyn, Sharon, Tracy, Lisa, Sue, Keelan, Dana, Celine, Mary, Michelle, Jennifer, Heather, and Marilyn. Did you like how I took a deep breath and I said all of that in one name? Well, we got a lot of patrons and they're all fantastic. And this isn't even all of our patrons. These are just the ones who are of a certain level or higher that we make sure that we shout them out. If we had to read all the patrons here, we'd be here for like 15 minutes. We'd be here for a long time. (laughs) And just know that honestly, even at the smallest amount, it makes a huge difference. It's less than a cup of coffee once a month and it just makes such a big difference to keep the show, to keep the website, to keep everything going. So Mm -hmm. we truly appreciate it. Bringing you the best Outlander coverage on the planet, the dominating (laughs) the Outlander world. Oh man. Well, on that note, guys, those of you who are book readers, are you excited? (laughs) Because I'm excited. I am so excited and so ready. I love it. We are excited that the season's coming. We're going to be heading to Comic-Con. We're going to be doing a meetup there. Information will be posted shortly in the clan gathering, but we're just pumped. So thank you once again for taking the time to listen. For now, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Outlander Cast. Outlander Cast.